0: David Graham is a speaker, author, businessman, former pastor, and founding director of Youth with a Mission Montana. David is also the author of the song, In Moments Like These. This song appropriately describes this podcast, which is a short, biblically-based, and encouraging devotional influenced by David's lifetime of personal moments. These moments are shared with a heart to encourage and inspire you to see him our Heavenly Father, at work in your own moments. I know this is David's heart in sharing because he has spent my lifetime speaking hope and encouragement into my own heart. If you can, take a few minutes and listen today. I'm really proud of the things he has done throughout his life, but what I am the most proud of and grateful for is the kind of dad, daddy, that he has been to me. I
1: am a father of four, a grandfather of 12, and currently great-grandfather of two. Including my children's and my grandchildren's sweet and loving spouses, there are 27 of them in all. And of all of them, my favorite is... Hey kids, my mind is made up, so stop asking me. Okay, if you remember episode five, that there was just a little sample of an old man living life to the full. So now, moving on to episode seven. You've probably noticed by now that I always begin with a personal story of personal moments. In this episode, as implied in the little joke I just made up, it's impossible for me to share a story about a particular child or grandchild as an example, because on many occasions, I've witnessed each of them be such loving parents. So this time, I'm going to start out with a little different approach. Two of man's most basic needs are affirmation and information. Love and knowledge are necessary for a person to develop a strong sense of emotional well-being And significance, a healthy self-worth. I totally believe that both start in the mother's womb when by the third trimester baby can already recognize its mommy's voice. Baby will actually respond with an increased heart rate, which suggests it's more alert when mommy is speaking. Wait, I'm, I'm sure when dad is speaking too. After the baby is born, and all of its senses are starting to develop, is when the love and affirmation really comes into play. Did you know that a newborn baby's eyesight isn't anywhere near 2020? It's between 2200 and 2400, and baby can only see things best from eight to 15 inches away. They are majorly nearsighted. Do you know why this is so? It's because God knew this is the perfect distance for baby to look into and focus on the radiant eyes and joyful smiles of its mom and dad. And it's in the loving arms, looking into the mirroring eyes of its parent, that baby begins to grow in its sense of well-being and significance This ongoing mutual bond between a child and its parents is referred to by some as mutuality. This bond of mutuality is crucial for the child's development because it's out of a healthy mutuality with its parents that a child eventually grows up into a healthy individual. You see, we are we before we become I. We come to know and define ourselves for better or worse through a relationship with our parents or other caregivers. I say for better or worse, because we all know there is no such thing as a perfect parent or caregiver. And as a result of a parent's imperfection, children are often left with less than a perfect definition of themselves. A child may at some point end up feeling insecure, insignificant, or without purpose. Let's look back to how it was meant to be, the way it was in the very beginning. Dear friend, picture yourself at the creation scene. It's a mild summer day in the beautiful garden called Eden. And pretend for a moment that you are Adam or Eve, You've just taken your very first breath of air while lying on your back on a cool patch of green grass that's under the shade of a perfect large and green leafy tree. And here's the special thing. You are experiencing consciousness for the very first time in your life. Well, uh, this is the first time in your life. In fact, you're the very first person to experience consciousness. Are you imagining this? Interesting feeling, isn't it? You will note, as you imagine this, you have absolutely no clue what's going on. You have no idea who you are, where you've come from, or where you're going. Without further information at this point, you might soon be tempted to experience your very first panic attack. You're beginning to sense the need For reassurance. Suddenly you feel someone touching your hands. At least you think they're your hands. You've never experienced touch before. But before you can process this, you feel yourself being pulled up and forward into a sitting position. You just have to look. Without knowing how, you make your eyelids open. Now things really get interesting. If you knew how to speak, you might ask, what on earth? Which would be a good question. There before your eyes is the most amazing thing you've ever seen. The only thing you've ever seen. The face of your heavenly father. The confusion and insecurity germinating inside you begin to fade. His radiant, Mirroring eyes and joyful smile somehow convince your brand new emotions that he loves you and is deeply pleased with you. He slowly leans forward. After a short pause, he gently puts his strong arms around you and he hugs you with tenderness and honor. He softly speaks the very first words you've ever heard. But somehow you fully understand, and he tells you who you are and why you are here. Your breathing slows way down because you're feeling very safe and very secure. He calls you son or daughter, and you're feeling very, very significant. In the same way as I discussed previously, it was the father's original and then redemptive intention that all the adult children of the earth experience the utmost in well-being and significance. This is the way it's supposed to be. This is how it is now in the Father's house. As with little children, we bigger children need, we must have this mutuality, this we-ness with the Father. In order to experience ultimate individuality, to experience the most that we can possibly be, we know few details of the first couple or the length of their time in Eden, but we can be certain that Adam and Eve's bond to the ultimate parent afforded these two first children the greatest sense of well being and self worth possible. In addition to being commissioned as governing stewards of the earth, The Bible says in Genesis 2.25, Though they were naked, they were not ashamed. They never questioned their significance or self-worth. They were God's children. They never questioned their well-being or security. They were God's children. They never questioned their purpose. They were God's children. What an honor it was. Indeed, these first children, experienced the ultimate sense of significance by virtue of their significant mutuality with their father and their significant well-being and purpose. This just had to be life at its very best. But suddenly, Eden was gone. And behind them. The next time we meet, I'm going to begin addressing the problem, the one that every day leads millions to ask, Just who am I, where did I come from, and why do I matter? And I'll begin talking more specifically in our visits yet to come about the way back to Eden. In the meanwhile, dear friend, I want to once more give emphasis to those words spoken by Jesus when he prayed in John 17. Father, this is eternal life that they may know you." Life, and life from now on and eternally, will only work the way it is supposed to by knowing, by having an interpersonal bonded relationship with the Heavenly Father. And now in closing, dear friend, to make this thought more real and personal, sometime today or tonight, I encourage you to go back to the garden scene one more time take just a minute and imagine looking closely at the face of the heavenly father focus on his eyes and then watch as he begins to smile in that quiet moment notice the trust and peace you will feel notice the feeling of affirmation when he holds his arms out to you hold your arms out to him and when he whispers in your ear hang on to what he says Father, I thank you that you're that loving of a father. Let this one see your radiant, mirroring eyes and your joyful smile. Feel your loving arms and hear your loving words. Let it be.
0: You've been listening to In Moments Like These with David Graham. If you'd like to contact David or find out more information about In Moments Like These, please visit InMomentsLikeThese.com.